Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to The Mystic School. I am your host, Sarah Wiseman, and today um, our show is um, being uh, run live on the uh, solar eclipse October 25th so a big day for lots of us who follow that and for lots of us who feel it depending on where your astrology signs are astrological signs are uh, Aquarius Leo Scorpio Taurus may be the most effective um, I have a lot of planets in all of that and so today at 233 I woke up, the, I think the eclipse started at around 2 a.m., not visible here where we are in Pacific Northwest, but uh, that energy uh, just tends to uh, come around and sort of make itself known. So today is a great day to stay under the radar, to not make any big decisions, to stick, stay away from drama and dysfunction as much as you're able, uh, to not cause arguments, um, just kind of hang low today and tomorrow, and hopefully you were sort of hanging low yesterday too. Our show today is about what are the Akashic records, and now um, Akashic records are a kind of a big fancy name for really this place or this portal we normally always usually go to whenever we're doing light trance journeying which is what i teach this sort of intuitive gathering style of meditation so those of you guys who have uh, done work with me know we'll go into this sort of light meditation we'll go into this portal area that sometimes feels like sometimes we call it the open meadow and then there in the distance, we'll often see or visualize a, a building of some kind. And as we progress more further into um, meditative space, learning how to journey, learning what happens when we journey, we come to understand that this building is Akashic Records. And Akashic Records are better known as the place where the history of everything is, the soul history of everything so that you and I and every single soul has a particular book or level or container or packet of information about what, what each of us are doing, all the lifetimes we've been through, all the lessons we're here to learn, um, all the experiences we've had. It's like, a, it's like a data drive, a spiritual data drive for each of us. And everything that we're experiencing lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Now, some of these, this languaging um, is, is, you know, kind of archaic, like even the idea of Akashic records. I think an easier way to look at it is it's like the experiences of all souls retained in collective consciousness that we can go because we're part of collective soul because we're not separate from each other or from anything when we go into meditative state we can go into these places and look at the information um, that's there we can look at it and sort of review it and this can be helpful knowing what we did in 
our past life, for example, can help us understand, you know, what we're learning in this lifetime or uh, knowing what's in our book of knowledge, which we'll talk about in just a second, we can understand uh, what we're doing in our lifetime now. So we do have free readings Tuesday. Uh, you can call into 888-298-5569. We've got one caller waiting and another person dropped out. Hopefully they'll call back. 888 298 Five five six nine, and we'll be going to the phones in just a moment. And again, call in for free readings Tuesday. And I'd love to just chat with you about whatever is going on in your life, especially as we're kind of in this sort of sticky, rocky time of solar eclipse the next today and tomorrow. So, just briefly before we get into the readings. Um, Akashic records tend to have a, f a few different portals and like there are more portals than this, but this is, these are the basic ones where when we go in, we start to explore and they are, you know, the building itself is just, you know, a projection uh, created for us to understand how to maneuver in this space when we're meditating. But um, probably the main things you want to look for are the book of knowledge which is a giant, usually a giant book that contains all of the information, uh, all of the information about you as a soul and all of the information that you need to understand about whatever's happening for you. There's the library, which contains the larger amount of all the books of knowledge for everybody, you know, uh, every, all the souls. Um, and again, this is symbolic language. Again, you can also just think of it as tuning into collective consciousness. And because we are part of collective consciousness, we can access that information. That's a, that's a more modern view of how you might work with this idea of Akashic records. There's the viewing room, which allows you to go in and see movies, um, movies playing on a screen, often that you're part of almost like taking you back into memory of what happened to you in this lifetime, unearthing memories you've long forgotten. If you think of a lifetime as being filled with tiny memories, like micro memories of just a couple seconds, and most of them we forget except for the big, the big memories that we kind of repeat and go over those grooves over and over. But there's all these micro memories that also happened. And when we go into Akashic records, we can drop into, you know, some tiny memory of you were three and you were looking at a flower or you were 17 and you um, were driving a car in the rain, things that you've completely forgotten. And then in going back to these and reviewing them, it provides different information, provides things you haven't thought about for a while. And then finally, a very interesting portal in Akashic Records is called the Viewing Vista. And this is a way of sort of, um, you go up, you look out over a vista, the, the vista begins to change and you can easily transport to another place. And when we do uh, future seeing with some of my student groups where we'll go into meditation and look at the future, we often go into the viewing vista 
drop down into an, a new and modern uh, a place in the future and look around what's there, which is just fascinating because the future is really different uh, than, than we live now. Just think how much progress, say the 1800s, how it was and how it is now. And then we're looking into the future and seeing all kinds of things that maybe we can't even, uh, we can't even recognize what they are because they're so modern and so different. So Akashic records, it's an older word for this idea of all the information of everything, especially as related to the spiritual journey or the soul growth of all souls of all times. You have information there as a soul. The simpler way of looking at it is uh, Akashic records is another word for collective consciousness, oneness, the divine God, and you can go in and access whatever you need to know about yourself, especially as you're dealing with the nuts and bolts of this lifetime now. When you go into Akashic Records, some of the most common portals are Book of Knowledge, the Library, the Viewing Room, and the Viewing Vista. So for those of you who really want to get into this and and go journey to these places and see what's there for you, um, I have a book, The Mystic Way, that takes you through all of it. And I also have um, two courses, the Akashic Project and the Soul Traveler Project. And all of those will walk you through, like, how do I do this? And um, it's really easy, all of this stuff. It's just going to a lighter method of meditation than you might do traditionally. You begin to journey and you immediately begin to have this experience of intuitive gathering where you can see information that relates to what your life is like now. And you can use this information that you gather to inform you and to guide you and to help you make hopefully better decisions and um, have a better experience in this lifetime, uh, free from, free from fear and free from anger and free from suffering or learning to become free from those. Okay, let us go to the phones. And first up, we have Heidi from Saratoga Springs, New York. Heidi, welcome. Oh, thank you. Um, I didn't know exactly what this call was, and I appreciate all that you've shared thus far. And um, I didn't know I was yeah. going to be asked a question either. So um, just for sure. me, I'm experiencing a place of huge transition and unknowingness, though having a knowing that I just can't clearly define. And mm-hmm. um, so whatever you are able to share with me or ask me a question that might help you share something more yeah, um, is your feeling of the, so you have this general feeling or flavor of knowing, and it feels like that's pretty positive or um, like this sense that everything's going to be okay. Is that how you're feeling? Yes, though there's an uneasiness with it. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the uneasiness. The uneasiness comes from 
like wanting things to be more defined, like wanting the giant billboard that says, here's exactly how it's going to go. Like wanting all yeah. the details to be sure. And the universe, I, I can't even imagine when the universe has provided that level of guarantee. It's more like, here's, here's the general flow of where things are going. And yes, it's safe or yes, it's, or, or it's not safe in your case, it is safe um, to move ahead. Like we don't really get the whole picture and that can create, especially in transition. It's like, am I doing the right thing? I think I'm supposed to do this. And then, but we still are like, but is it right? <laughs> so, so um, kind of like letting go of the idea that it's all going to be clear as a bell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you, what are your practices in terms of meditation or, or trying to get guidance that, um, what, what do you do? Um, I think what works best for me is being as still as I can in my mind, no matter what the scenario, um, whether I'm busy with um, an agenda um, physically, or if I'm in yoga or meditation, it's always listening beyond what I see and hear and seeking to um, hear between the lines, kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful phrase. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, you're sensing between the lines. Um, yeah. What have you What have you noticed in terms of synchronicities or events or uh, I call it disruptors or um, wake-ups that have been helping you point along this new path of transition? What have you noticed? Well, I know that the more I'm still in my mind, no matter how active I could be physically, even playing tennis, if I just keep focused, like it's a constant for me, that stillness, no matter what I'm doing. And when I stay focused on that stillness within me, in my mind, which is mind, body, soul, I, I, I benefit. And it sometimes mm -hmm. can't be con concrete as to um, something specifically taking place, but it's a knowing that you did, I did well, um, maintaining that. And then when I do not, when I lose that little bit, of that focus, whatever those disruptors are, that energy that takes over and makes for the disruption, that's exactly what happens. A, a disruption happens. And, it's, and, and I immediately, my mind, body, soul says, yep, you went like almost beyond that boundary of not listening to your little voice and following it. And then you got, and then I got the disruptor. Though, I did what I did. I, I acted upon something, and it created a disruption, and then I, I have to go back into greater stillness and think to my, and, and, and reprocess and say, okay, 
why did I create that? What was the lesson to be learned there? And so here, I want to give you a different idea in addition. In, so not stopping the stillness, or I would call that like the relaxation, relaxation of thought, but also adding in, and this might take a little getting used to, but so instead of like almost like what you're doing now is you're creating a container of relaxation or calm or stillness or present moment focus. And then in addition yeah. to that, I want you to consider thinking about um, creating this idea where you expand, you disperse or you expand or you extend into everything all at once. So instead of creating a container, you're having no container whatsoever. And so I sometimes practice this in really horrible situations, like, like really uh, loud, jarring, like say a punk rock concert or busy traffic. And I just, this idea of I expand into everything all at once. And it's similar to what you're doing, but it's a slightly different flavor. It's the it's the macro instead of the micro. And this may be just an interesting technique for you. Um, Heidi, okay. I'm going to let you go because I've got another caller, but I think you're on the right track and I think you can hold it more loosely. Like there isn't really this need for control or focus. It's more like relaxing, relaxing small, mm -hmm. like the, like, and then relaxing big, the expansion and just playing with those might be super interesting for you. Thank anyway, you. thank you for calling. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank so, you. okay. So we're going to go to Renee, who's calling from San Diego. Renee, welcome to the program. Good morning, Clara. Thank you for taking Hi. my call. Yes, um, what can I help really you out with? I really appreciate listening to Heidi and what you were telling her. Because I feel like I've gone through this transition or this divorce for about a year and a half now and I wake up constantly in fear mm -hmm. and then I have to project peace quiet stillness and it's been more like a force for me but then like in the middle of the night I'll just wake up in total fear and panic yeah and I can't seem to let go of the last 35 years because I, I, I don't know how to get to the next part of new habits or and it's, it's yeah so um, Renee how much have you allowed yourself to feel like the deep rage and anger that you have how much processing have you done of allowing that I'm sorry what how how much, how much have you allowed yourself in terms of this divorce to feel anger and rage at a deep level? And just yeah, that's, that's where it is. Um, there's a time for peace and a time for, you know, <laughs> being the, the, what is the, being the, when they go low, we go high. There's a time for that, but there's also a time to have this, this feeling and processing of what you really feel that hasn't been allowed yet, which is this 
deep anger and rage. And even just accepting like, oh, I have deep anger and rage. Okay. <laughs> it starts to be like, oh yeah, I have deep anger and rage. And um, you don't need to, you don't need to like go put this on another person or, you know, it might be good to work it out in therapy, but just allowing like, this is fine to feel these feelings and to work through them. And I think once you do that, the fear is just gonna, just gonna melt away. It's like that won't be there anymore. Yeah, I think for this whole process, I just tried, like you said, take the high road. You know, and find the peace, find the joy, find you know. But I haven't let myself be angry and mad. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, I have it. Well, yeah, it feels like it's more the anger that's the play that's the bubbling up that needs to get allowed. And, and also, you know, the joy won't go away. If you start examining the anger, like you're joyful because you got divorced, like the the continued joy (laughs) that's going to come from that is a lot yeah okay Okay. just not having to be with this other person that's uh not not so nice um well that's what you yeah i guess part of me is just like pretending pretending just take the high road you're supposed to take the high road you're supposed to just and i've been the caretaker for so long but now it's like oh take the high road you're above that you're better than that and the panic is in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, yeah. oh I lost control. Yeah. It, yeah. So this will just have to get allowed. It's no problem to have anger and rage. The, the problem is when we, you know, put that on someone else in an immature way. It's okay to have those feelings. Um, so just, yeah, attend to that. And I think you'll have some shift. I'm going to let you go. I've got another call or so, but thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. And lastly, we have Sue from Texas. Sue, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. What can I help you out with? We only have a few minutes, so I'll do my best. Okay. Well, uh, I am ready to graduate with a certificate in coaching and uh, just some inspiration for stepping out and doing my work um, as I have been called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are your expectations for how soon this is going to get going? Um, or, uh, or let me just say more, more clearly, cause I, I don't see, I don't see things building. Things will start to form like around beginning of next year. So if things, um, if things go a little slowly at first, it kind of just don't panic. Just there's nothing there. Like there won't be anything wrong with say your marketing plan or your business plan, or it's just going to be a slow build. So expecting that and sticking with it is going to be better than 
freaking <laughs> freaking out and trying all these extra things that it's it's really just going to build consistently but slowly at first does that make sense to you it does and it very much resonates with what my kind of i guess sense about it was that i don't feel like i'm in a hurry like i, yeah. I my last class tonight and then we do a certification you know where we get tested uh written test and then like an oral test and and uh, i already have a website built but i was going to take a little time to practice with my friends you know to kind of hone my skill before i actually go into business and start charging for you know the the things that i'll be offering and so that just yeah. really perfect it's an affirmation you know, yeah, yeah although they they are the guys are saying you actually don't need any more practice it's really more just that the business side itself takes a little while to to build you don't really need to practice with your friends in fact it'd be better to just jump into it um but probably more like around first of the year like from from after the testing and then it's just kind of like getting your business set and maybe you launch beginning of the year and and then it's kind of slow and then it builds but you don't need more practice so kind of let go of that idea that you need more dress rehearsal you just need to to start anyway sue um thank you for calling into the show i'm going to let you go because we're almost out of our time today but uh good luck to you and it's going to be just fine going to be just fine yeah yeah so everybody thank you for listening um signups are on now for intuition university um winter 2023 this is the groups that i've been teaching um now in our 11th year which is remarkable to me i've been teaching intuition university for 11 years and these are the groups that help you go to if you want to be a professional uh, psychic reader if you want to do this for your personal growth uh, we've got several groups that we work um, on zoom and we just go through all of the aspects of spiritual intuition so we are signing up now and you can we sign up every quarter you can find out more at sarahwiseman.com and this is stuff i teach directly so we are in there doing the skills learning about things it's very very experiential and it's just this huge amount of fun to do this work with people who are interested in um, opening their intuition um, learning how to use all the techniques that we have available and i have found it to be uh, pretty much life-changing in terms of how things Form and open when you start to pay attention to this part of yourself. If you're interested, again, just go to the training section on sarahwiseman.com. Everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you next week with more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman. Thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, 
and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.